0: BritishCouncil.org, where you'll be able to download the podcast. On the Premier Skills English website, you can read the transcript and join the Premier Skills English community by completing a language task in the comments section. This will really help you remember the new words and phrases from the stories from the Premier League. In today's podcast, I'm going to talk about Chelsea hosting Luton, West Ham's trip to Brighton and Manchester City who travelled over the Pennines to play Sheffield United. The phrases I'm going to talk about are pressure to perform, to steal the spotlight, to be well-intentioned, a game plan, track record, to capitalise on something, Soaked up the pressure, a flawless start, to steamroll their opponents, his bread and butter, and to make amends. Listen out for this vocabulary in the headlines and stories. After each story, there'll be a short language focus, and then there'll be a language challenge for you to complete. And then at the end of the podcast, there'll be a new football phrase. But before that, I want to look at last week's football phrase. If you didn't hear it last week, here's one more chance to guess now. In the last podcast, I asked you for a game that you can play on the Premier League website where you pick a team and act as a sort of manager transferring players in and out of your team. Each week, the players earn points by playing, scoring goals, making assists and performing other football feats. Congratulations to Alex from Ukraine, Karim Zain from Egypt, Ahmed Amma from Egypt, Andre Torre 102 from Brazil, Dennis 2000 from Belarus, Mumtaz from the United Arab Emirates, Welcome to Premier Skills English Mumtaz. Congratulations to Hassan from Turkey and Mo Beckham from Turkey. Congratulations and welcome to João Pedro BD from Brazil. Well done to Takatito from Japan, Ken from Japan, Loic from France and Idzin from Zimbabwe. Welcome back, Idzin It's great to see you back on the podcast page. And there was one more correct answer that came in just before I published this podcast, so well done to Fuad Ezat from Egypt. Welcome to Premier Skills English, Fuad. You all managed to work out that the phrase I was looking for was the Premier League's fantasy football game. Keep listening till the end of the podcast for a new football phrase. Now it's time for the first story. Sterling steals the spotlight. When Moises Caicedo stepped onto the pitch on Friday night with his Chelsea teammates, the pressure to perform must have been great. Caicedo was signed for more than five times the value of the entire Luton starting 11, so you'd think he was set to crush them. However, It was Raheem Sterling who stole the spotlight at Stamford Bridge and whose interplay with Nicholas Jackson promises a positive future for the Blues. Sterling scored the first after 17 minutes. He came running in with the ball from wide on the right and slipped between two Luton defenders before picking a spot and powering the ball into the side of the net through three Luton players and the keeper. The score stayed the same for the rest of the half and for a while into the second half, Luton looked like they might cause some trouble. The Hatters fired off some well-intentioned, if poorly placed, shots until they got a real chance when Ryan Giles found his way into the penalty area. The young English midfielder struck the ball well, but it was blocked equally well by Robert Sanchez. Sterling settled the home supporters' nerves in the 68th minute when he tapped in from Marlowe Gusto's cross. Seven minutes later, Sterling was running after a long ball down the right. Jackson knew exactly what Sterling was going to do and ran into the middle so that when Sterling fired in a powerful cross, he was there to knock the ball over the line. Final score, Chelsea 3, Luton 0. The phrases I want to talk about from this story are Pressure to perform, to steal the spotlight, and to be well-intentioned. Pressure to perform Pressure is when force or power is applied to something. If you press a button, you put force, uh, usually through your finger, onto the button. So the word pressure can be used to describe a physical force, but it can also be used to describe the force of obligation. So when the people around you expect you to do something, that's called peer pressure. We usually talk about peer pressure when young people do things because all their friends are doing it. For a footballer, They have the expectations of the manager, the club, their teammates, the fans in the stadium and the supporters all across the world to deal with. This pressure to play well can be a lot to cope with. For Moises Caicedo, the pressure to perform well would have been enormous, knowing that he's the most expensive signing in the history of the Premier League. To steal the spotlight. A spotlight is a powerful light that's used in theatres that shines a round spot of light onto the stage. It's used to light and direct the attention of the audience onto one person. Often the rest of the stage is in darkness and only the person in the spotlight can be seen. So if something is in the spotlight, that means everybody is looking at it. On Friday, Chelsea were playing the most expensive midfielder in the history of the Premier League. Naturally, the spotlight was on Moises Caicedo. So when Raheem Sterling ran through the Luton defence and scored two goals and got the assist for the third, people stopped watching Caicedo and the spotlight shifted to Sterling which is why I used the phrase to steal the spotlight. The phrase is most commonly used to talk about films or shows if a relatively unknown performer is really good and everyone talks about them instead of the bigger stars. To be well-intentioned. Your intentions are what you hope or expect the outcome of an action will be. Your intentions are what you intend to happen. The meaning is similar to the verb to plan, only intentions are often quite vague. You might intend to make someone feel better or intend to get more work done. These are examples of intentions. If you are well-intentioned, your actions, what you do, is for positive reasons. A well-intentioned act is done because the person has good intentions. They want something positive. However, when we use the adjective well-intentioned, it's usually because the outcome of an act was not good. If someone does something bad, perhaps they break something or cause some trouble, but they did it because they thought it would be good, they were well-intentioned. It's like a a more formal way of saying that someone meant well. They wanted something positive to happen. They just didn't predict that it could go wrong. Luton fired 11 shots at goal during their match against Chelsea. They were well-intentioned. They wanted to score, but only one was on target and that was blocked. Let's move on to the next story. West Ham, stick to their game plan! West Ham took on Brighton at home on Saturday. The Hammers had a terrible track record against Brighton, having never beaten the team at home in the Premier League era. Brighton, under Roberto de Zerbi, play fast, confident football and must have felt confident at kickoff. Throughout the match, Brighton dominated possession and played with style, with tidy, accurate passing, but failed to capitalise on their possession. This was partly down to a lack of quality of finish, as 15 shots were fired off target, and also down to an amazing performance by Alphonse Areola, the West Ham keeper, who made some world-class saves. Moy's team somehow soaked up the pressure until Brighton slipped, and then they countered with such speed and ferocity that they caught their hosts out. Their first came after 18 minutes when Ward-Prowse intercepted a forward pass and played it deep for Mikael Antonio. Antonio controlled the ball and saw off the defence as Ward-Prowse sprinted up the pitch. Antonio spotted Ward-Prowse's run and crossed the ball square to Prowse, who took a touch to get past a defender before drilling the ball back into the goal. Brighton responded immediately and continued to press the visitors, but West Ham stuck to their game plan and Brighton couldn't get through. In the second half, Jared Bowen missed a good opportunity. Not long afterwards, the ball was being played forwards and again Bowen sprinted forward, stretching every sinew. Benrahma's cross was perfectly timed and Bowen got his goal. Minutes later, Bowen played the ball in for Mikhail Antonio, who turned the ball past Kurt Zouma and drove it home to make it 3-0. With 10 minutes on the clock, Pascal Gross found a way past Areola with a drive from outside the area. This energised Brighton, who threw everything they could at West Ham, drawing more incredible saves, but no more goals. Final score, Brighton and Hove Albion 1, West Ham United 3. The phrases I want to talk about from this story are a game plan, track record, to capitalise on something, and soaked up the pressure. A game plan. A game plan is a plan that you believe will be successful. I guess this phrase comes from sport. A manager will make a plan for a match, how they believe the team can beat their opponents. Sometimes a team will have a game plan but then if they concede an early goal they change their plan and nothing works for them. If a team can stick to their game plan, even after conceding a goal, then they can still be successful – if it's a, a good plan. We use the phrase outside of sports to describe an approach to a difficult problem. When I last moved house my. Moved from England to Scotland and there was a lot to deal with, with the the house sale, packing, sorting out bills and utilities and school stuff for my kids. I needed a game plan to cope with the move. My game plan was to do whatever my wife told me to do, and I have to say I stuck to my game plan and the move went very smoothly. Track Record Your track record is all your achievements and failures in the past. People and organisations are sometimes said to have a good track record at something, if they've done well at that thing in the past. When I selected track record, I wondered if there's any difference between a, a good record and a good track record, and I'm not really sure that there is. I think we use track record more for specific achievements. The phrase comes from racing. In racing, uh, horse racing and motor racing, the competitors race around a track. The track records are the best times recorded at the different tracks and so that's how we came to use the phrase for a specific event or competition. In the story, I said that West Ham had a terrible track record against Brighton, meaning their record in this specific fixture. To capitalise on something. If you capitalise on something, you use a situation to your own advantage. That is, you get something good out of the situation. In most cases, This means finding a way to make money from a situation. So if you spot a fantastic business opportunity and then you take advantage and make money from the opportunity, you have capitalised on the situation. In football, if a player is sent off, that gives the other team an advantage. If they then take that advantage, then they capitalise on having an extra player. Soaked up the pressure. I mentioned pressure in the language focus from the first story. To soak means to rest in liquid. If you're cooking and your pan is really dirty, you might want to soak the pan in water before you clean it. To soak up means to absorb something. If you spill a drink, you can use paper towels to soak up the spilled drink. This means the paper towels absorb the drink so you can clean up the spill. We use the phrasal verb when we're talking about spilled liquids and also figuratively, for example, with pressure. I heard two commentators use this expression this weekend when talking about teams that were playing defensive football that had a defensive game plan. All the time they were able to defend, the commentators said they were soaking up the pressure. They were able to absorb the pressure without letting their attackers through. Let's move on to the final story. Walker makes amends at Sheffield. Manchester City extended their flawless start to the season when they defeated Sheffield United at Bramall Lane but the Blades did not make it easy for the champions and came close to earning a point. Despite losing, the home team looked like they were having more fun, and City looked frustrated that they were not able to steamroll their opponents. In the first half, City had something like 85% possession, as United relied on a strong defence and looked for opportunities to counter. Erling Haaland really struggled with Sheffield's defenders and missed a couple of chances that should have been his bread and butter. Egan was unlucky in the first half to concede a penalty. The defender made a sliding lunge to try to block Alvarez, who looked like he was going to cross the ball. Instead, Alvarez hooked the ball back and caught Egan on the arm as the defender slid in. Haaland stepped up to take the penalty and drove the ball hard into the post on the right-hand side, drawing wild celebrations from the home supporters. The look on Haaland's face was confused as much as disappointed. In the second half, Manchester City finally found a way through. Grealish ran the ball into the area from the wing. He squared off with two defenders before sidestepping them both and whipping the ball over the face of the goal to where Haaland was waiting to score with a towering header. The young Norwegian looked relieved to have found the net and barely celebrated. In the 85th minute, Kyle Walker played the ball back off the line but had underestimated his opponents who intercepted his pass and crossed the ball into the middle where... Jaden Bogle found a line through the massive city's defence and into the net. Walker looked devastated. The United fans were ecstatic for about three minutes when Walker made amends by robbing Yassel Arrucci of the ball and firing it back to Foden, who played the ball into the centre for Rodri, who lashed the ball convincingly into the back of the net. Final score, Sheffield United won. Manchester City 2. The phrases I want to talk about from this story are a flawless start, to steamroll their opponents, his bread and butter, and to make amends. A flawless start. Manchester City have had a flawless start to their season. I think you can probably guess what flawless means. A flaw is an imperfection, a mistake or a weakness. You can talk about a flaw in a plan, meaning a reason why a plan won't work, or a flaw in an argument if there is an inconsistency or some reason why an argument is not valid. If something is flawless, then there are no mistakes or errors or weaknesses i think i associate the word most with perfect diamonds a flawless diamond or jewel is a jewel that has no marks or discolorations or problems it is perfect manchester city are the only team to have won every one of their matches so far this season so they've had a flawless start to the season to steamroll their opponents. A steamroller is a massive truck with heavy metal rollers for wheels uh, that's used to smooth out road surfaces when roads are being made. In the past, these enormous vehicles were steam-powered, but these days they are run on diesel. We still call them steamrollers. If you steamroll something you completely flatten it by applying so much pressure it's like you've driven a steamroller over it i think this is what everyone expected manchester city to do at bramall lane so the fans were very excited when bogle equalized after 85 minutes his bread and butter this is a, a funny expression I suspect there are similar expressions with different foods in different languages. Your bread and butter is the work you do every day, every week, to earn the money you need to live. That is, to buy your bread and butter. In professional terms, it's something that you've done so many times you are an expert, or at least very good at it. Harland is a professional goal scorer. So Scoring goals is his bread and butter. So when he missed a chance that you'd expect him to score from, you can say that it should have been his bread and butter, meaning his normal professional performance. To make amends. If you amend something, you change it, usually to fix a problem or make it better. The noun is amendment. To make amends means to do something good to repair a problem that you caused or to show that you are sorry about something you've done. This phrase is quite common in football English. If a player makes a mistake on the pitch, they often try very hard to make amends, to help their team score or somehow repair whatever damage was caused by their mistake. After Kyle Walker's pass was intercepted, you could see he was very angry with himself, and so he must have felt relieved when he made the tackle that led to the winning goal. That tackle made amends for his mistake. The language I've spoken about is pressure to perform, to steal the spotlight, to be well-intentioned, a game plan, track record, to capitalise on something, soaked up the pressure, a flawless start, to steamroll their opponents, his bread and butter, and to make amends. Listen to the stories once more to hear the language in context. (music) Sterling steals the spotlight. When Moises Caicedo stepped onto the pitch on Friday night with his Chelsea teammates, the pressure to perform must have been great. Caicedo was signed for more than five times the value of the entire Luton starting eleven, so you'd think he was set to crush them. However, it was Raheem Sterling who stole the spotlight at Stamford Bridge and whose interplay with Nicholas Jackson promises a positive future for the Blues. Sterling scored the first after 17 minutes. He came running in with the ball from wide on the right and slipped between two Luton defenders before picking a spot and powering the ball into the side of the net through three Luton players and the keeper. The score stayed the same for the rest of the half and For a while into the second half, Luton looked like they might cause some trouble. The Hatters fired off some well-intentioned, if poorly placed, shots until they got a real chance when Ryan Giles found his way into the penalty area. The young English midfielder struck the ball well, but it was blocked equally well by Robert Sanchez. Sterling settled the home supporters' nerves in the 68th minute, when he tapped in from Marlowe Gusto's cross. Seven minutes later, Sterling was running after a long ball down the right. Jackson knew exactly what Sterling was going to do and ran into the middle so that when Sterling fired in a powerful cross, he was there to knock the ball over the line. Final score, Chelsea 3, Luton 0. West Ham stick to their game plan. West Ham took on Brighton at home on Saturday. The Hammers had a terrible track record against Brighton, having never beaten the team at home in the Premier League era. Brighton, under Roberto De Zerbi, play fast, confident football and must have felt confident at kickoff. Throughout the match, Brighton dominated possession and played with style with tidy, accurate passing but failed to capitalise on their possession. This was partly down to a lack of quality of finish as 15 shots were fired off target, and also down to an amazing performance by Alphonse Areola, the West Ham keeper who made some world-class saves. Moy's team somehow soaked up the pressure until Brighton slipped, and then they countered with such speed and ferocity that they caught their hosts out. Their first came after 18 minutes when Ward-Prowse intercepted a forward pass and played it deep for Mikhail Antonio. Antonio controlled the ball and saw off the defence as Ward-Prowse sprinted up the pitch. Antonio spotted Ward-Prowse's run and crossed the ball square to Prowse, who took a touch to get past the defender before drilling the ball back into the goal. Brighton responded immediately and continued to press the visitors, but West Ham stuck to their game plan and Brighton couldn't get through. In the second half, Jared Bowen missed a good opportunity. Not long afterwards, the ball was being played forwards and again, Bowen sprinted forward, stretching every sinew. Benrahma's cross was perfectly timed and Bowen got his goal. Minutes later... Bowen played the ball in for Mikhail Antonio, who turned the ball past Kurt Zouma and drove it home to make it 3-0. With 10 minutes on the clock, Pascal Gross found a way past Areola with a drive from outside the area. This energised Brighton, who threw everything they could at West Ham, drawing more incredible saves, but no more goals. Final score, Brighton and Hove Albion 1, West Ham United 3 walker makes amends at sheffield manchester city extended their flawless start to the season when they defeated sheffield united at bramall lane but the blades did not make it easy for the champions and came close to earning a point despite losing the home team looked like they were having more fun and city looked frustrated that they were not able to steamroll their opponents In the first half, City had something like 85% possession as United relied on a strong defence and looked for opportunities to counter. Erling Haaland really struggled with Sheffield's defenders and missed a couple of chances that should have been his bread and butter. Egan was unlucky in the first half to concede a penalty. The defender made a sliding lunge to try to block Alvarez who, looked like he was going to cross the ball. Instead, Alvarez hooked the ball back and caught Egan on the arm as the defender slid in. Haaland stepped up to take the penalty and drove the ball hard into the post on the right-hand side, drawing wild celebrations from the home supporters. The look on Haaland's face was confused as much as disappointed. In the second half, Manchester City finally found a way through. Grealish ran the ball into the area from the wing. He squared off with two defenders before sidestepping them both and whipping the ball over the face of the goal to where Haaland was waiting to score with a towering header. The young Norwegian looked relieved to have found the net and barely celebrated. In the 85th minute, Kyle Walker played the ball back off the line but had underestimated his opponents who intercepted his pass and crossed the ball into the middle where Jaden Bogle found a line through the massive city's defence and into the net. Walker looked devastated. The United fans were ecstatic for about three minutes when Walker made amends by robbing Yasel of the ball and firing it back to Foden who played the ball into the centre for Rodri, who lashed the ball convincingly into the back of the net. Final score, Sheffield United 1, Manchester City 2. Right, now it's time for you to think about the language again. I've found examples of these phrases in new stories online and edited them slightly. I've removed today's vocabulary, so I want you to fill in the gaps with the language from the podcast. Number one, the authorities should stop authorising any proposal for a housing project if the developer has a poor. A real estate specialist suggests. Number two, Will Smith has tried unsuccessfully to. With Chris Rock after he struck him at the Oscars, according to reports. Number three. In Formula One, Perez. and proved his street smarts with a sensational Singapore win. Number four. After featuring in supporting roles, actor Sharib Hashmi found his big ticket as a lead character in Filmistan. He said, I want to stick to acting. I want to make acting my. Number five. Real Madrid top La Liga with a in their first five matches. Number six. Whenever people are scared and they have a, a sense of losing control, that's when conspiracy theories emerge. Anti vaxxers. Fears of coronavirus to spread misinformation. Number seven, defending champions Gokulam Kerala registered yet another huge victory when they Sports Addisha 8-1 in their second Group A match of the Hero Indian Women's League. Number eight, Ryan Gosling from Margot Robbie in Barbie with his acting masterclass. Number nine. On Tuesday, the cabinet signed off on an eviction ban, which means landlords will not be allowed to remove tenants from their property. One landlord commented, it's but the wrong strategy. Number ten. While having a second chance is always good, it could also increase the... Well, in both exams. Number 11. Fans are praising NFL player Isaac Rochell after he shared a... for how to propose. Leave your answers to the language challenge in the comments section on the Premier Skills English website. Now it's time for this week's football phrase. This week's football phrase is the verb to... This verb means to run as fast as you can. In athletics, the 100 metres is considered a... Footballers run a long way during a match, but from time to time they really have to run as fast as they can to get to a ball. When they have to run that fast, they... to get to the ball. If you know the answer, be sure to leave it in a comment on the page for this podcast on Premier Skills English. And that's all I have time for today. Before I finish, I just wanted to say that I hope you found this podcast useful, and I hope all of you stay fit and healthy and safe. Bye for now and enjoy your football!